Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Hallelujah. We have a short service and I want us to read a verse of scripture and then we will just proceed. Second Samuel. We are going to be talking about ways to thank God. Second Samuel chapter number 6. Verse 20. Then David returned to bless his household, and Michal, the daughter of Saul, came out to meet David and said, How glorious was the king of Israel today, who uncovered himself today in the eyes of the handmaids of his servants, as one of the vain fellows shamelessly uncovered himself. And David said unto Michal, it was before the Lord who chose me before thy father and before all his house to appoint me ruler over the people of Israel. Therefore will I play before the Lord. And I will yet be more vile than thus and will be base in my own sight. And of the maidservant which thou hast spoken of and of them shall I be in honor. Therefore, the daughter of Saul became childless until the day of her death. I just want us to consider some of the ways we can thank God very well. Please take your seat. Briefly, in the first service, I spoke about the benefits of thanksgiving from this particular chapter. That the Bible said in verse 12 that the house of Obedidom was blessed because of the ark of God. And... David went and brought up the ark of God from the house of Obedidom into the city of David with gladness. So this was an ark that had been in the land of the Philistine in captivity, let's say that, for so many years. And um, when they brought it back, they put it in the house of Abinadab. And then David, at that point in time, when he had finished the city or a place to put the ark, he decided to go and get the ark back. On his way, a guy called Uzzah touched the ark and he was killed. So David was so displeased and afraid to take the ark to his house because this ark that kills people on the way. If I bring it to my house, it will just finish everybody there. So they found one Asher there called Obedidom and they deposited the ark in the house of Obedidom. And uh, you know, if an ark kills an Asher, it's not a big deal like when it kills the head pastor. So, <laughs> but it looks like some of the ashes have a more spiritual, qualitative mindset when it comes to preserving and entertaining the presence of God. That Obedidom knew something that David possibly knew but did not know how to activate until Obedidom exemplified it for David. So this ark that killed Uzzah 
when he went into Obedidom's house for 90 days, David had a news in town. In fact, he was told that, ha, hey, king. <laughs> verse 12, look at what the Bible said in verse 12. It's a nice preaching and preaching part. And it was told King David saying, the Lord has blessed the house of Obedidom and all that pertained unto him because of the ark he rejected. Hey. So quickly, David went and said, hey, Obedidom, today, this ark must live here. I have said there is something about the ark. And you know, in the Old Testament, the ark represented the presence of God and the treasure of God amongst his people. So David, I'm so much particular about the spirit in which David went for the ark. Because if you read about two preceding verses from verse number 10, you realize that David, when Uzzah died, the Bible said, he would not remove the ark of the Lord unto him into the city of David, but David carried it aside into the house of Obedidom, the Gittite. Why? 11. And the ark of the Lord continued in the house of Obedidom, the Gittite, three months. And the Lord blessed Obedidom and his house. So here we see that David was so displeased. I think I, I wanted to read verse 7 and 8. Give me verse 7 and 8. I'm showing you why. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Uzzah, and God smote him therefore this error. And there he died by the ark of the Lord. And now look at David's attitude in verse 8. And David was displeased because the Lord had made a breach upon Uzzah, and he had called, and he called the name of the place Perez Uzzah to this day. So when the ark killed Uzzah, David was very displeased, and he said, this, I cannot live with this ark. So he would not continue with the ark of the Lord. He put it in the house of Obedidom. But when he heard that Obedidom was blessed, he went in another spirit. Initially, he was angry, displeased, and he went in another spirit. And that spirit is in the part B of the verse 12. You know, it's a thanksgiving. And when it comes to thanksgiving, What's important is the spirit you exhibit, the, the kind of spiritual attitude you have. So David went and brought up the ark of God from the house of Obedidom into the city of David with what? Gladness. I can't hear you. With what? Most of the times, things happen in our lives, even on our way to our final destination for that particular season. And sometimes they are really unpleasant things. Like Uzzah dying on the way, you know, and Uzzah actually died in his mind trying to help the ark of God for tripping so that for not falling when the ark tripped and uh, he died. He died because there's protocol for appearing before the Lord. And so sometimes when you miss the protocol, even though you have a good motive, it can become some way. And so sometimes. Even in the course of serving God, when you think that, but you know, I have a good motive. I do this. I wanted to just help the ark. I wanted to do this. I serve the Lord and all that. Sometimes the expectant result can be quite some way. And uh, when it is like that, it can affect you and affect other people. 
the whole year 2020 has been a year where COVID has taken a chunk of it. I heard somebody talking, he says that maybe this year should be deleted from the calendar of life. So that all of us, for once, will repeat our years. You know, I think we can repeat the number, but you can't, you can't repeat how the bones will be operating. So sometimes in the course of even serving the Lord, you can be in an accident. In the course of the year, following after the Lord. I mean, if somebody has seen the ark on animals, on a cat, and it has tilted and is going to fall and has decided that let me help it, must that person die? Yeah. Sometimes, even doing the work of God, you will encounter some things. And uh, these encounters can make you have the spirit David had when he was displeased first and he was angry. And he wouldn't continue with the ark of God, which is the presence of God. So you see that when some things happen, it can easily separate you from the presence of God. It can make you, you can be in the church, but you are disconnected. You know, so because you see that David, he still really has some reverence for the ark, but he wouldn't want to cohabit with the ark. So there are people who are present and yet disconnected. Why? Because somebody broke your heart. Um, some, <laughs> what am I even saying, Paul? <laughs> Sister? <laughs> somebody broke your heart. The Bible says that hope deferred makes the heart sick. When you fast and pray, and sometimes it doesn't connect you to you decide and hey, me too, I'm not continuing. I like what the scripture said, but David decided not to continue. <laughs> yeah. Some people can, and sometimes you feel that within your private space, it's a very legitimate decision to make. That this thing that kills people, why should I bring it to where children are? It looks legitimate. I won't come to church again. I won't serve again. We start a member beam. Hey. So you can disconnect and you see that from time to time you realize that you can really be rigid in the presence of God. You become rigid and mechanical. So when you come to church, we are singing Hosanna to the Lord, to the one who never sounds. <laughs> So these things can make you become angry, you can be displeased, you can be mechanical. So when you come, you see that you cannot flow well. But David heard, I believe that from time to time we should hear praise reports. When he heard that, look, Obedidom's house is blessed. That's a praise report. When he heard praise report, he decided to go back and reconnect. With the ark of God, the presence of God. Um, from time to time, we to be teaching about thanksgiving and the things God has done for us and all of that. Because thanksgiving eh, is like a spiritual water. That would just water your heart to become a heart of flesh. And soften it so that you can connect with God. And uh, my pastor said some years ago, he says that when you are in trials... The thing you don't need to do is to seclude. It's because fellowshipping with people and like-minded people gives you spiritual energy to be able to recover yourself. And so when you constantly connect to good news, 
You know, like I told you that some people go to Google and just type in how ladies who have size 20 don't get married. It's a, it's a useless way of using that search engine. Yeah. Hey. So you see that some people, they just look for negative news. But if you have to reconnect to the presence of God, one of the things that will really help you is a praise report. We have heard that Obedidom is driving the nicest car in town. Say, so, wow. What, what happened? It's just an usher. So it's because of the ark. So, sometimes when in your private life, some expectations are not being met, the same God is doing marvelously well in the lives of other people. And their testimony can become a water for your roots so that your fruit can show up. Praise the Lord. That's why we come together and want to hear, we want to not just hear the praise report, but as we hear the praise report, we also want to prepare our heart in gladness to say that if it didn't happen in my life as I expected, I'm still glad because I know that this God is still alive. Praise the Lord. He's still alive and he's still working. Please, your anger does not stop God from working. Being angry in 2020 where COVID-19 has damaged your business, damaged, maybe has even killed a family member. America, over 225,000 people are already gone. Some of them with that anger, they will vote against Donald Trump. I'm praying that you will not vote against God. <laughs> Praise the Lord. In the past two weeks, they say, Ghana, we lost 10 people to the COVID. Some people have lost business. Because of the COVID. And he can really be angry. But David went back and reconnected with the spirit of gladness. It looks to me like joy or gladness or thanksgiving is a retainer of the presence of God. Because if you know anything about the ark, the ark was seized in the land of the Philistine. When David was bringing it in, he said that the spirit in which to usher in the presence of God. To retain the presence of God is the spirit of gladness. The spirit of thanksgiving is a spirit that comes from the foundation that I know that my foundation without God makes me nothing. That's what he was telling the wife. He says that it was you people are the royals. Me, I'm a bushman. But before your very father, God decided to choose me. Hey. <laughs> Somebody who doesn't have foundation in Kumasi, they say he doesn't have address. <laughs> when they say that if you more addresser, they say, yes. Penny Banano. You know, you and I, our which address? Even with the GPS, your house still didn't get an address. <laughs> and you yourself won't burn them but he said that regardless of that, God chose me. You see, to be here where many people have died, especially this year, it's, it's by providence that God decided to, to choose you not to die. To be here. He said that because of this, <laughs> what you saw is a small matter. I can even play Eh? I will play. That is, to, he's talking about the thanksgiving as like a child. 
living aside the cares of this world and playing. <laughs> playing. Nice. So, really when you want to give God thanks, that's the sense you should have. When your thanksgiving comes from a place of meaning, then it rises to God and, and reconnects you to the presence of God in a way that sometimes prayer cannot do. And you see that people who always are thankful to God always carry an unusual presence of God. Unusual. God, God can, but it is not nice to stay around memories, complainers, people who are morose. Some people cannot be excited. They are not exciting. No matter how you know, know them, they are challenged. <laughs> They are saying, those people, when you get around them, they will make you depressed. Hey. So, you see, when you see a babbling person, you want to stay around the person. They call them free-spirited. When you are a thankful person, you see that angels want to sing with you. It's nice. You know, so, it's important that we understand that Thanksgiving will connect you in a way that sometimes is very unusual. But there are a few things I want to point out to you from verse number 13. Number one, how do you do this Thanksgiving properly? Number one, from verse number 13. And it was so that when they, they that bear the ark of the Lord had gone six paces, he sacrificed oxen and fatlings. So number one, from those of us who believe that God has been a blessing unto us, when we properly really want to do the thanksgiving, as he said in the book of Hebrews, with the fruit of our lips. But in the Old, Old Testament, it was not the fruit of, our, of their lips. It was the fruit of the works of their hands, of their land. So they will bring the sheep, they will bring the cow. Am I boring? Okay. They will bring the cow, they will bring their pineapple, they will bring their banana and all of that. They will just come and thank the Lord because they regarded God as the one, first of all, who gave them the land for a promise and had blessed the land to give them fruit. And so they couldn't appear before the Lord to thank him with an empty hand. And so they came, but he said, under the new covenant, bring me the fruit of your what? Lips. So you can actually put a cow in your mouth for Christ. That's a bullock in your mouth. How do you put a bullock in your mouth? You just, you just give God some wild praise. <laughs> you know, so a true thanksgiving will always appreciate and honor God with a sacrificial offering. And so I want to take it from the intrinsic first before I, I come to the material. So with a sacrificial offering, that means that sometimes your emotional condition might not tell you that thank God. But because it is a sacrificial offering, you have to understand that in all things, give thanks to God because this is the will of God. So in thanksgiving, you don't always allow your mood to determine what you bring before God. But you, you bring before God what you know is pleasing before God because he is your maker and your blesser. That's why it's a sacrificial offering. So sometimes when you are sad, it's when you want to just thank him. 
from a great heart or else you are like a Manchester United supporter. When we win, same on you. When it doesn't go well, sack the coach. <laughs> so, your, your thinking must be sacrificial. Are you here with me? Yeah, so sometimes you might not feel it. The things might not be going. He says that though the fig tree may not blossom and the vine may not have fruit, he said, yet, yet. Yeah, so sometimes you don't praise him based on the positives that you can see with your eyes. You praise him because you know that he has a capacity to make it happen even though he's not there yet. So you, you thank him with that sacrificial offering. That one when you do it, and then you, you rise in it, you know that mm, you really connect with God. In the material, like today, I, as I was coming to church, I wrote a check. It cannot be a payment for what God has done. But it is a token of my appreciation that God, thank you. Praise the Lord. Just thank you. Thank you that we are alive as a family. My small family too, we are fine. With all these Chinese people who jump here and there. We are still alive. There's, there's a big reason to thank God. So I just carry an offering like that. God, thank you for this. Alright? David, every six paces, he gave a sacrifice. He took six paces and he just put a sacrifice there. So... Real thanksgiving appreciates God with everything that you have also in your life. That's why when it's annual thanksgiving like this, aside coming to really thank him intrinsically with our praise and all of that, you also want to come and say that, God, thank you for all that you have done for me. Thank you. I, I told somebody, I said I was in Nigeria, and there was a thanksgiving offering. People brought land document. People brought cars. People, somebody bought a bus. He said, when he was coming, he had branded it missions bus. Praise the Lord. Is it powerful? Yeah. So that's, that's one way to do it. And then the next verse, we're in 13. Verse number 14, the Bible says that, And David danced before the Lord with all his might. David danced. One way to thank the Lord is to dance. Is to do what? Is to dance. Dance before the Lord. Please, you are not dancing before man. You are dancing before the Lord. If you come to church any day, any time, and you can't dance because of your high heel, elegant, remove that high heel. Don't let this thing become a temptation, a blockade to you. You need to dance. Dance like you're a madman. Dance like you're a madwoman. He danced with all his might. What do you have? In a Thanksgiving session, you give God your might in a dance. Hello? You give God your might in what? In a dance. He danced with all his might. He was dancing. People are mechanical in church. Everybody will be dancing. They will be standing there. We standing there. Look at them. Is it not the same dance? Shatawale have been dancing. They are dancing here. Who made you a judge? Dancing is dancing. Bible said dance. So dance. As Abonisun Kumasase. 
Then you now tell yourself, me, I don't know how to dance. Oh, be great to be sure you say, I couldn't so dance. Now, some basa basa says, you see, you're dancing with beat cry. You say, you're dancing and then I'm chen 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 chen. I said, now you're coordinating. I said, I couldn't now you're coordinating. And some cranny. Boy. But dance, dance with all your might. Tell somebody, dance, learn to dance. <laughs> Dancing is a sign of gratitude. It's a sign of appreciation. When you dance, the recipient of the dance feels honored. Look at, look at the daughter of Herodias. She danced before the king and the king felt so honored that he asked the lady, he said, Ask me what you wish I should do for you, even to half of the kingdom. I will give. Hey, dancing. Don't joke with dancing. Dancing is the reason why some people have more than half a kingdom. Yeah, more than half a kingdom. Dancing, I'm telling you. Dancing is the reason why they gave the lady an open check, even to half of the kingdom. I will give you. Maybe your nose is not as nice as mine. But your dancing can be with might. And heaven will move. He said, what, what? This guy that is dancing like this. What should we throw at her or throw at him? And then an angel can whisper. When you see like this, I check my Mercedes. I pray. But for be Christ, say, eh, no, no. Now, I buy one or to say, Raddy. At the end, why am it is so shiny? Boyfriend, I'm here, I'm in Nibby. Scar, man, yebby. A juma, man, yebby. Made him say, So, I'm a taria now, why? Then, both one or catcher and your coupon says, And yet, this word than who so on the dying. It's a very deep revelation. As she's dancing, no. <laughs> the king of the kingdom will say, What can we do for this guy? Praise the Lord. Thanksgiving and praise is an application for more. When you are dancing, you are praising God, you are thanking God, you are making a divine application for an open check. You see that God inhabits the praises of his people. As you are dancing and the king of kings decides to take his seat in you actively, barrenness must give way. When God sits on the head of barrenness, ha, or more, Cancer must give way. Fibroid must give way. Whatever is unpleasant in your life must give way because you just dance with all your mind. Some people dance and their mind is not even there. How? We are seeing some in our song. Eh, you know, baby, I feel by your bread. Oh, now, 
Obrano so de Bible say abataye ho. Nti e be koso abresa abanyame yekese. He will always make a way of escape for us. One of the ways of escape is that when it's time to thank God, you dance. Some people can even defeat themselves. Say, the way now I've become fat, I'm shapeless. When I dance, it's not nice. For where? For where? For where? Hey? Dance, dance your dance. Look at someone say, dance your dance. Oh. I can't hear you say, dance your dance. Sawasa. I'm sure I'm here programming with TV's number friend Diasa. Diasa, pa. Today when we go home, try and dance for me. Eh? I'll give you a blank check, baby. With all your might, you are ready now. Omo. <laughs> Boy. Hey, dance. When we start dancing, all more dance. Tell somebody dance. dance. So now, when you wake up, just be dancing, singing, and dancing in your house. Angels will fill that place. If you have to dance with all your might, it means that thanksgiving through a dance is one way you replenish or refuel your life with more might. That's why people who are praiseful and Thankful to God, normally are healthy people. Very healthy. Because you are thanking God and dancing. Please don't be too old to dance for God. You look at the scripture. That, that scripture I just read right now. And look at it. And David danced before the Lord. He danced before who? You are dancing before God. Not man. Dance before God. Even in your royal apparel, that, that is, there is no level of your life that you say that at this level, no, I have graduated from dancing. And no matter what you are wearing and how expensive and valuable that thing is, you come and you still dance. You must dance. Hey, I see some pastors, they don't dance. You can't be anointed when you are not a dancer. You must dance for God. Can't say me, I don't know how to dance. Who taught who how to dance? You dance based on how you feel in your heart. You know me so. If they put you on a firing squad and they said, dance and you'll be free. Ha. With no beat. You would dance correct dance. Pa. Is that not so? <laughs> You need to dance. Dance. So this church, we should be a dancing church. We should be what? I can't hear you. We should be what? And we should dance with all our what? Might. Is it powerful? Verse 15. So David and all the house of Israel brought up the ark of the Lord with shouting and with the sound of the trumpet. One way to praise God is that you must be loud. You must be what? No. You can't be praising God quiet. They were shouting. They were blowing. That shouting was level one. They said it's not loud enough. Bring the trumpet. Then I brought trumpet. Pampana, pananana, pampana, pananana. Hey, 
So people come to church and say, the speaker is too loud, the speaker is too loud. This is our trumpet. This is our trumpet. No be easy. Loud praise. You praise God. Be loud. Tell somebody, be loud. Your mouth is the first instrument. Your mouth is more powerful than a trumpet. So, when it's time for thanksgiving, you come, we are singing. Thankfully, we put the words on the screen. Sing some. Do what? Sing some. Don't be waiting for us to sing your favorite song. Then say, hey, I can't know whom. When we mention your favorite song, that's how we are in the spirit. No. All songs are powerful. Praise the Lord. So as we are singing, you just dance and you shout. You should shout. Don't let anybody shut your mouth. When it's time to thank God and praise God. Because if you can't shout for God in a praise, nothing will shout for you. Be thanking God. Blandine. The day that you heard that your son had been released from prison, when you were told, what happened? She was surprised. She said, Jesus. Is that kind of exclamation that will come without you thinking? Involuntary. Hey. But it's like, you know, those of us were very cool and collected, yeah. Uh, we'll go to every, we're coordinated, we're organized, yeah. What's happening here? What's happening there? This church is too noisy. You guys are noisy. I don't like the noise is too much. You, know, you come to church and um, um, I think they should lower the volume. They should just, um, I think they should just, you just, you know, if you look at the way the singing band sings and plays, it's more coordinated. And it's um, it's like yeah, it's, it's it's very orderly, it's very dignified, and um, sh- um, you know, uh, um, you know, you know. Oh dear, cause I hear you know, you know. There, there. With a shout, you they talk, you they analyze where with a shout for you. There, there. Bible said there is no praise in the grave. When you have opportunity now, Omo, dance and jump and shout. Because you know, devil can take your breath because you misuse the breath. <laughs> I want to use the breath for God. Have you been to the hospital before where people, they have to go and enabilize people because they can't breathe well. They talk one, they pause. For 30 seconds before they... Um, <laughs> May bread. <laughs> you know, be easy. When God gives you breath like that, I say, let everything that has breath not have money. You have breath, you must what? Praise the Lord. So, please, don't see yourself. Because seeing yourself when you are supposed to praise and seeing your status is equal to barrenness. 
That's what happened to the lady. The lady just looked and said, look at you. Are you not the king? You know, sometimes you come to church and we know you are, and then God just raise you, raise you, raise you, raise you, raise you. You get to a point where you feel like all the spiritual things you used to do is for the people down there. But right now, now they have added some prefix to your name. Doctor, director, tape, and one of these days we see now we are playing musical and then Efo David Mensa will now jump Efo Dagido he would jump like a tickling you know tickling don't tell him tickling he would jump like elephant you see Efo doing the heaven not only wedding time you just be doing heaven yeah now Abba we shouted. We dancing like a warrior. <laughs> like tickling you from the bush coming home. Devil will know that the way must open. Hey. Shout. Be a lively person. Praising God. If we are shouting, oh yeah, let your voice count. Shout some. Don't be standing there. People are shouting. Sometimes when music is happening, you see that God is, you see people sitting down. People can sit down and look and say, hey, we get dead people for church. Oh. No be easy. You see, so there's nothing to them. Hey. And about some crying. Says as he turned him, he said, "The crane, the pejau, yes, kavetu." Said, "You bow on your own, rising up to respond to a, a spirit-filled ministration." Bano. So it was him. I can't get no idea. Dance and shout to thank God. Come to praise God. Is that also? I feel it in It's an expression of your love for God. Your love for God. And use trumpet, your hand, uh, instrument, anything. Me, I want to go and buy a fridge one. Ka, ka, ka. Like that. No easy. I'm telling you, this Christianity wants to serve it with scientific discipline. No power. Yeah. Hmm. It's like you are not well, you are going to the hospital, you are carrying your tambourine. Maybe the surgery crampo is a very dangerous surgery. 
Sabra sochiriba na unya unye mini adofu ayakai tamari kai unya mi aye kai baby ya na uwa adofu nyami oh shalagada balagada na ube radwa yewe. Oni mi edi Mi su mi ni wai na uhimi Mi nyami edi ani mi fie Na we radi mi nyakopon Na odi mi abedui Mana wasia nyo Amama you have been listening to the testimony word broadcast from the keepers house chapel international Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keeper's House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org one word. For further information, call 244-177-831 or 0204-1678. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries.